my name is Matt Brown. Yes. Yes? Yes, Chef. Yes, Chef. Yes. Okay, Chef. Yes, Chef. Yes, Chef. Yes, Chef. And let's start the show. There's more where that came from. We'll start a new regime around here. What's going on, everybody? The world is a better place because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown, and I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. It is Tuesday, November 1st. Let's start the final two months on a high note. Let's make big moves in the final 61, 62 days of the year, and we will start that era, the end of 2022, with a stellar Productive conversation, a celebration with the second anniversary show, and pure quality content for you, the greatest fans and listeners in the world. And before we get into this stellar, happy, awesome, entertaining, informative, and inspiring podcast that will make your day, make your week, and give you a big smile on your face, I just want to remind you the greatest fans listeners in the world, to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show on ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. And don't forget to check us out in the world of social media. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast, Twitter at ProdComoPod, or on TikTok at Productive Conversations. Check out the great work. Dolo Ren, a.k.a. Alex DeJesus, provides for us on all social media platforms. So I hope everybody had a great Halloween weekend, a safe one, an enjoyable one, a memorable one. I, I had a good one. I, it was the first true Halloween weekend where you didn't have to worry about COVID in two, three years. And I was out in New York having a good, grand old time. Hung out in Manhattan, then Brooklyn, then Manhattan again, and all of that fun stuff, dressing up as an 80s rock star. Not my best. I've definitely had better costumes before, but I appreciate all the help that was given to me to provide that, and next year, we will go all out in one way or the other and we enjoyed some football over the weekend. Uh, the Knicks playing good basketball, but would like to get some wins in there. The Brooklyn Nets looking like a real joke. And, you know, tough New York losses in football with the Jets and Giants and more. But we'll get into more of that on tomorrow's podcast. But today... We celebrate the second anniversary. This is our second anniversary show, a tradition like the late night show, the late night hosts used to do back in the day. Our second anniversary was October 20th, but you know, very busy sports month. But now as we start a new regime where we get back into the groove of having regular interviews, Sports podcasts, entertaining podcasts, uh, entertainment podcasts, I should say, and other stuff in between, especially as we head towards the final month of the fall and into the holiday season. And then before you know it, a new year is upon us. 2023 and Ultra 28 on December 31st. So we're excited for that. And I figured a good theme for this in the second anniversary, have a old friend of the show, and an old friend to me, Ryan Page, he's coming back on for like 
the 20th time or something. Um, great and frequent guests. And we will catch up with him about his wedding and all that stuff. Plus, a friend, a good friend of Ryan's who's introduced to me. And I think we uh, have a good relationship going as well. New friend of the show, Rocky Palmini. He joins us for the first time ever. And having a guy who was on the show, all the, who's on the show pretty frequently, pretty much all the time and then a new guest who debuts his wit charisma and personality i figured it'd be a great mix for what's to come in this episode so it's a really good one we get into a lot of great stuff like i said get into ryan's wedding we we debate who's better miley cyrus or taylor swift which leads to a review of taylor swift's new album midnights so you definitely don't want to hear our insight on that one we give you plenty of sports takes and Oscar takes and all of that. So it's time to give our take on Taylor Swift's new album. And we talk about the generation gap, this battle between Gen Z and millennials, Elon Musk buying Twitter, get into TV and video games and all of that. Plus, we introduce to you a new segment called Do You Agree With The Lyrics? And it's pretty self-explanatory. I'm going to give lyrics from various genres of music, and my guests will tell me if they agree with them or not, whether it's deep or absolutely silly, or downright stupid. We have all of that and more in this upcoming episode that you do not want to miss. So let's get into the fun. Ryan, it's your turn once again. Rocky, it's your turn for the first time. Rocky and Ryan, double R's. Let's begin this. Let's celebrate the second anniversary of the show. And let's give you, the audience, nothing but joy for the next hour and a half. So let's begin it. Here we go. This is a very productive conversation. Happy anniversary to this show. Two years ago, we started this <laughs> podcast and we keep rolling on. And why don't we celebrate the second anniversary with an old friend and a new friend? I have a great partnership or duo for this podcast, and it's going to be a lot of fun. It really will be. We have Ryan Page. What's going on? Newly married Ryan Page, newly wed. What's going on, Ryan? <laughs> Not much, not much, Matt. Happy to be back. It's it's been a little bit, so. Yes, as we said, we starting our new internet comment era, comment to era a month ago. It's glad it's your turn to see who uh, likes to say some definitely sweet things to you. I won't call anyone out by name just yet. We'll have to see what happens. <laughs> and a new he knows friend who he is. <laughs> and new friend to the show. New friend. I met him. We've, this is actually our second podcast we've all done together, but staying in touch, met him for the first time at Ryan's wedding, and he's yeah. here, and I'm really, really psyched for him. We have Rocky Palomini here. Hello, everybody. Rocky, first great time, to long see you. time. First time, long time. <laughs> Dude, what's going on, Rocky? Thanks for joining the show for the first time. It's going to be a lot of fun. Definitely, definitely. Mm -hmm. All right, mm -hmm. gentlemen. So... We can start with the origin story of you two. You guys met in college at Nazareth College now about eight years ago, correct? Yeah, I guess. Right? Yeah, eight, around eight years ago, 2013. Yep. 2013. How about that? Man, do you guys remember Gosh, your first interaction? No. I mean, 
No. <laughs> no. Ryan just appeared uh, one day. He didn't even live on my floor. I didn't even go there. No. <laughs> I never graduated. Uh, no. Uh, I was friends with a lot of people who lived on the same floor as Rocky, and so it just kind of happened that way. All right. Well, we love a good origin story. and Which we didn't give you, but... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, it still counts. It still counts, but still counts. you guys came together, strong bond through the Nazareth college years, post college. And um, like I said, and I talked about on the show a month ago, Ryan, you got married over the week. Oh, no, over the weekend. You got married uh, um, over the month a few yeah, weeks, weeks ago. ago. Dude, three weeks ago. So I know um, it's been quite a. Uh, um time for you and you know you're all married and now but yeah. the first few weeks in ryan how are you feeling uh post marriage so i'll be honest like it's been actually a really just stressful three weeks uh unrelated to being married so i kind of feel bad they don't tell you that like the world continues after you get married you have like however much time from your wedding through your like the honeymoon or whatever, where mm-hmm. you, you were just the newlyweds and it doesn't matter. But as soon as you show up back to the real world, it's the real world again. So I've been very busy, but obviously, you know, we're all, we're both very happy. Melissa started her new job. So it's not like she hasn't been super busy either. Yeah. So, so she's starting, she's back in her office now. Um, so we're not both working from home anymore. Um, so, you know, it's, it's been just, you know, we hit the ground running pretty much as soon as we got back uh from from the wedding stuff so it's been good but uh it's definitely like i said been been a busy time unrelated to the wedding uh, i thought it would kind of calm down when i didn't have to plan a wedding and i say i loosely because melissa did the lion's share of the planning but mm-hmm. uh when we didn't have to plan a wedding i thought oh it'd be nice we can relax no <laughs> the real the real world catches up with you yeah way and it, it really it really feels so with that wedding band now and uh, rock and roll. it's really it's really something you must be rolling with the wedding band now. Yeah, I mean, I I remember it every day. Eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so Rocky, what did you think about the uh, wedding and the experience? That was a fun weekend up in Rochester, New York, the first week of October 2022. Mm-hmm. You know, I um I couldn't stop crying. <laughs> it means I was losing Ryan, so Aww. it was it was fun. Um, it's which is impressive because it's Rochester, and Rochester's the worst. But oh, we did good. <laughs> we did very good, and I like Rochester. So I enjoy and so do it. other people. Yeah, exactly. I think you're what you live. Of- you live near there. That's the difference. It's, yeah. it's old hat to you. It's old hat to you. You can get there whenever yeah. you want. Yeah, I but it was it was a good weekend. Yes. And honestly, though, kind of like almost a. Yeah, you got there what Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah. I so think. it was like well, Wednesday night. I worked. Yeah. I worked on Thursday, so I mean, yeah, I was so there. Wednesday, but I was Wednesday not there. night through Sunday, really. Yeah. It was a wedding half a week. Wedding half a week. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh. like people have the a birthday month. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> October is always yours. If, imagine it was so close to October third now. Yeah, no other uh, no other uh, holidays happen in October. It's just my wedding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no Indigenous People slash Columbus Day. No. no. Who's that? Halloween. No. Nope. Nothing mean to be scared Girls of. No. no. Is that a holiday? October. 3rd? Like, is that a day even? 
And well, to, yeah, the the internet, to the internet. Oh, to the internet. Is. That doesn't matter. No, no, no one actually celebrates that. Gotcha. <laughs> no, just uh, Ryan and Melissa's. But that was a good time. The rehearsal dinner was fun. Um, it was something. It was cool it was re- reconnecting with some people. Um, got to dancing. The uh, the food was excellent. I have to say, some of the best chicken Marcel yeah. I had at your wedding at your rehearsal dinner. I was a big fan of the barbecue too. You know, I was really scared making a mess, but uh, I think well, yeah. it worked out. Yeah, I, I thought about that after. I was like, well, I already took a bunch of pictures, so I figured we were safe. But uh, <laughs> I did think about that. I was like, ooh, barbecue sauce. If anyone wanted to take good pictures here, that's going to make it a little bit more difficult. Uh, did you no, get a lot of like crazy photo booth pictures like texted you like four days later? Uh, yeah, and then we got the hard copy sent to us as well. So oh, I have did? all of the pic- I have every picture that was taken at the photo booth, even if I wasn't in it. <laughs> oh, you know, okay. people, who is that? The wedding crashers? No, no wedding crashers, but I do have some interesting pictures of Rocky uh, <laughs> that I'll show him someday. Someday. <laughs> Keep him guessing. Unless I post them on the internet first. That's fine. I don't care. <laughs> Did you get nervous at any point? Like, what if there is a viral I, wedding moment? Oh, I was super oh, nervous. No. I was like, what's going to go wrong? Like, it goes fault? on Barstool. Like, somebody slips uh, on it or getting caught oh, watching well, that a TV. Happened. Really? Melissa fell as she came in, but I just I just held her up. It was fine. But yeah, right before the right before her first dance, she tripped on the stairs. Uh, I didn't notice that. I didn't notice that. Oh, I, I noticed <laughs> it because she almost took my arm off. I was like, oh, careful. <laughs> that was about to be a bar stool viral moment. I know, look but we saved people. it. Well, look at Kept that. Kept our anonymity. Can you believe those people who genuinely I I get I I understand, you know, the wedding monumental moment in your life and like one slip up an embarrassing moment that you know you don't want other people to see and you're just seen by millions of people after the fact i mean i feel like if you have a good group of people there and you really don't want something to be seen you can keep it from being shared on the internet it's just if you have too many outside folks Mm -hmm. or or if you have like a brother like mine uh, (laughs) then it'll end up on the internet but uh no I mean, I'll say this, like you do want your wedding to be memorable, but you just don't want it to be viral memorable necessarily. For sure. You want to you want to have at least like one like thing everyone remembers about your wedding, be it like the venue or the food or whatever. Obviously, we spent months practicing that first dance. So we were kind of banking on that. Um, that would. But uh, it's very like, good. You, but you don't want it to be like, oh, remember when the bride fell or the I mean, bride? I like I dropped my ring down the balcony. Yeah, you did. People didn't. I don't know if a lot, not many people. I didn't notice that. this. I didn't yeah, know because it was during about it later. I didn't. It was know during that. the dancing, but yeah, I was up taking pictures in the balcony, and my ring fell off. And I was like, "Oh, whose drink did it land? It didn't land anyone's drink. My aunt found it, but oh, okay. um, or the cake, or somebody's cake, or or salad. Yeah, exactly. Like, who's about to try and eat this ring? <laughs> but um, it worked out okay. They found it. They found it very quickly. So <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, it, it was a it was a real a real wholesome weekend the whole way through. And what you woke up at what six in the morning to go to South Carolina or something? Uh, well, we had to go to Nazfers to get our uh, uh, marriage license that we forgot at the church. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did that at like nine, and then we yeah we had a flight before, like right before noon to go to uh, Hilton Head, South Carolina, which was fun. It was a good time. It was like an off season for them, so it wasn't too crowded. Nice. We had that's well, great one and a half good beach days, but we made the hot tub work the rest of the time. 
All right. Um, we got to see the island. Amy. We did some touristy stuff. Yeah. We uh, we we went on this. So for those of you longtime listeners, this is an anniversary episode. You know that up until very recently, I lived in New Jersey. Uh, I usually tell people I'm from New Jersey. That's not true. I'm from where Matt's from, but no, I've been in Jersey a long time. You know, mm-hmm. there. But was. I was in Jersey a long time. Um, and so we were on the this boat, right? This like sunset cruise that we decided to do. Um, our like our last night in Hilton Head, and there's this like woman probably around like our parents age right and she's talking and i can just hear that she's from new jersey it's, it's plainly obvious that she's from new jersey of all the and dramatic so, things <laughs> very similar yeah and so um what ended up happening was we started talking to her in line at the bar right that, that's all just like you know oh you're from jersey she's like yeah i'm like oh we just moved from from jersey to dc they're like where are you from and we said we were in new brunswick she was from um like down by the shore. And so we just talked for a little bit to her and her husband and that was that. So then we get upstairs, right? And I hear her again, because uh. again, she's from New Jersey. And I hear her say to not to us, to someone, like, do you mind if my kids sit with us? I'm like, oh, that's, I didn't know she had her kids with her. I was like, cool. So the, the couple says, sure. And then she calls me and Melissa over. <laughs> <laughs> so uh we ended up spending that sunset cruise with uh this uh couple from new jersey and the uh the other folks at the table were all very nice but it was always it was very strange because they were both like older couples they were both uh, like you know 30 years married and like you know 20 years married and we were at that point three days married uh so it was like a very weird dynamic to that, have that's funny uh have like the older folks and then us on the sunset cruise that we went on uh but yeah it was, it was fun it was a good time the whole trip was a good time i love it i love it and um it, that nice wink wink moment right there you know you know this uh, brings me to a point a, a subject i was interested in bringing up to you the the both of you so sure. you two are it's fair to say you two are in happy loving partnerships relationships together um yes, big together. smiles not, to, not, to, yes, not together not together, yes, together between you but you and now. your partners <laughs> yes, yes together yes and <laughs> thank you thank you. you you know it's always fun i just want to ask this question because you know it's definitely a fair recurring topic in this show we talk about relationship advice and i've talked sure. to mostly single people with it and of course they have a good perspective but let's be real they're single and not and uh <laughs> i think it's fair and has been brought up to me i should ask somebody the same exact advice to somebody who's in a long-term relationship and um long-term companionship and stuff like that. So I just want to throw it to you both. If you have any advice to somebody, whether seeking love, feeling the love, um, wondering what to do with the love, I was wondering from you two who are in strong, committed relationships, what advice do you have for those single people out there um, trying to find their special partner, whether it's let it come to you, whether it's looking up, how to speak to somebody on YouTube. What do you have to say for uh, for somebody who's in a position where they are with somebody they really care for? What do you have to say to those single people out there? Okay, so we're talking to single people. Yes. There's a couple of things. I was going to say, uh, just to start, if you don't know what to do with the love, you should probably look up some documents on the internet that'll explain it. Um, but... Oh, what the Rocky didn't like that one. That's fine. Um, I would say this though: if um, if you're single and would like to not be single anymore, call me. You, 
<laughs> yeah, it's all rocky. Uh, but you may uh, you may be overthinking it a little bit. Um, that's just something I've noticed. I I haven't been single in a very long time. Um, but I also, in fairness, wasn't. It's not like I dated around that much either. Um, so. I'm not necessarily the best at dating advice if you're like playing the field or whatever. So I guess my high level advice would be that there isn't, there's no like, you know, it's not hitch. Life's not hitch. You can't find some guy on YouTube who's going to tell you how to get the girl of your dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure it's very interesting to watch and continue to do so if you'd like, but it's not going to help you. Um, just you got to be yourself because I mean, if you get to the point, I mean, if you want to get like forever, Forever is a long time to be someone that you're not, right? So I would say you need to make sure that you're being your authentic self. And for some people, that'll be easy. They'll be their authentic self, and they may find someone who likes their authentic self right away. For other people, it might honestly take longer. <laughs> like it might, you know, what I mean, you may not find the right person for your authentic self, which can be frustrating, I'm sure. But it, I think. Genuinely, as someone who's been in a relationship for a long time, who doesn't feel like they have to lie about any part of themselves, it's it's easier in the long run. And it's going to be better for you in the long run if you don't feel like you have to put on a specific kind of like persona to be with the person that you're interested in. So if you find yourself lying or not even lying, lying is too strong a word, but if you find yourself trying to be something specific to be with someone specific, I think the first thing you should do is stop doing that and just see what happens. See if they're still into you. And if they're not, don't be upset. Let it go. Not, not every relationship's forever. Most of them aren't forever when you really think about it. Right. You, I mean, you only get like one forever. So I would say most of the people you are come in contact with won't be forever. Right. And just don't, don't worry about it so much. Just be your authentic self. And I know that's like, kind of cheesy people like but what's the secret but there really isn't one you'll find the right person eventually um if you're being yourself if you're not then you can run into problems later on i would say yeah i don't know how to follow that up (laughs) you should give them the links to those documents i was telling them about about sharing their love (laughs) i mean i thought it was our links (laughs) <laughs> no i i don't know the last time i was single obama was in his first term so it's been a while. long time yeah it's been a long married time. for how many years I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know i'm not good at being single hey no uh there's definitely different perspectives and someone will like you for who you are no rush anymore it's gonna be okay Sure, some no people find it sooner than others, at least from what I gauge in and learn, but it's all what is it like 70% of relationships end in divorce anyway? So, I mean, is it 50 it 54. I, like, I, 54. 54, I don't know. I heard. I well, what, what, do you, what, do you, what, what are you rushing for? That's all I'm saying. Exactly. Don't rush. It, it, no, Let rush. It have the patience. It's going to be okay. Somebody will like you for who you are and your smile. And one day it'll just be like that, and you won't remember all the people you overthinking about. And I will learn that advice. Those other people will. Hmm? What was that? I said you might still think about the other people. I don't. I don't know, but <laughs> you won't I, got, I got advice. I got advice. Shower. Oh, shower. Yep. Yes, but you know that goes a long way in health and happiness. So it does. There you go. That's my advice. So Ryan talks about being yourself. 
It's going to be okay. Don't overthink. Rocky says Rocky shower. hygiene. And that no. was the combination. Take, take a thoughtful go. shower. Take a thoughtful shower. No, just use soap. An all authentic of, shower. All this will lead to true holy matrimony. So, Indubitably. Or not. That's what we like there. No, another one thing I do want to switch topics quick. Gentlemen, I'm very interested in your perspective here. You know, we're closer to 30 than we were 20. All three of us are in our late 20s. Still very young, but, you know, not getting any younger. And not how it works. No. Whether the debate, we are in the oldest Gen Z's, the youngest millennials, depending who you ask. Uh, It doesn't necessarily matter, but we are much older. And uh, now in our late 20s and seeing kids, you know, People who are like in their prime 20, 21, they're, they're a solid six, seven, eight years younger than us now. So at, having said that, do you guys feel there's a you're starting to feel a generation gap between us, whether in Gen Z or just the younger folks, whether in terms of music or slang or what people watch? Do you guys feel are starting to feel some type of generation gap or, or we're going to wait a few more years before we take that question seriously? Mm. I would, I was going to say no, but then I thought, I don't know anything about TikTok. So I'm going <laughs> to say yes, just because of TikTok. TikTok, the main, the main yeah. arc between all the generations that no, TikTok, I, Gen Z's, it's I one. avoid, I avoid TikTok like the plague. I don't want to <laughs> know anything about it. I, I do the respectful thing. And I, well, in addition to my wife watching TikToks, I also look at TikToks on Instagram like a real millennial. Yeah. Um, that, that's that's no. the millennials taking over the Instagram reels, the TikTok belongs yeah, to the exactly. uh, Gen Z. Um, I would say, one, I do not, I, I, I am against the notion that somehow at 21, they're in their prime as opposed to our age, but that's beside the point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm sure there's stuff. I, I think I probably have put myself in a bit of a bubble as most people of all ages do yeah i don't have a lot of gen z friends aj the man is one of aj the, the man one of the one of the only uh, gen zers that i talk to frequently and that's very infrequently like so and then like my brother like really it's like my brother and aj the man are the two gen zers that i genuinely talk to more than like once in like every three years so okay, we're uh, not gen z or are we that's we're a, not actually I, I, we're very no, close, i got called I got called no, Gen Z the other day. No, I was told close. that I was told that we're the cutoff. We're a year off. We're, Gen we're a year Z. off. Yeah. So ninety five is not Gen Z. May it's I the say? Next I was told. I was told ninety four was millennial. Ninety five was Gen no. Z. So I mean, according listen, to, I'm sure someone I, says something. If you don't mind me interrupting on this one, according to this, the USA Today established newspaper. This is how they break up the generations, and this is by. Again, USA Today, they say millennials are anyone born from 1981 to 1996. Gen Z is anyone born from 1997 to 2012. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, indubitably. indubitably. Yeah, I'm going to say 95 is that weird, like, is that weird year? That's why, I mean, what do I call myself the Zillennial whenever we don't have a Gen Z year to talk to? The Zillennial. Uh, I, I tried to put the hat on. Um, we are that weird year in 95. The 95ers, Matt's not 95, but. Um, yeah, very last day in 94. So I'm the I'm the real non Gen Z. Yeah, mm-hmm. you 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 are yeah, you're, you're for sure. 
By the You're way, for sure anchoring us there. According to Bears Ford Research, which is the second top Google search, they said the same thing. Gen Z, 97 to 2012. Millennials, 81 to 96. Yeah. So I think at 95, you can pretty safely claim either side if you really wanted to. Do you do you yeah, have a particular – do you prefer yeah. to be a Gen Z or do you prefer to be a uh, – Quite um, literally have no preference. <laughs> no, <laughs> Gen, you got to be a Gen Zer. Yeah. What's, what's the change? Like, what's the change? What do I get out of this? I don't know. People are like, oh, you're so young. And I'm, I'm 27 years old. What I call myself other than 27 is irrelevant to how old I am. <laughs> Wikipedia said 95 is a starting point for Gen Z. And you know, Wikipedia is always right. Absolutely. No one can edit that. It's it's <laughs> ironclad. <laughs> Oh man, you want to see? You want to hear just just some of these points they say for Gen Gen Z, Gen sure. Z compared to previous generations. Some they say in some developed nations tell to be tend to be well behaved, abstemious, and risk averse. They tend that to isn't live. My experience with Gen I don't Z. know what that means. <laughs> Me neither. They tend to live more slowly in their predecessors. They live more slowly than their predecessors were when they were their age. They have lower rates of teenage pregnancies and consume alcohol less, but not necessarily other psychoactive drugs. Gen Z teenagers are more concerned than older generations with academic performance and job prospects and are better at delaying gratification than counterparts from the 60s, despite concerns in the contrary. And this final point, they say, sexting among adolescents has grown in prevalence. The consequences Mm. remain poorly understood. Additionally, Gen Z subcultures have been quieter, though they have not necessarily disappeared. (laughs) I mean, I've quite literally never met a Gen Zer that I would use describe that way probably. You'd have to talk to someone who's Gen Z to really get. I mean, maybe they describe themselves. I mean, you're talking to me right now. I'm Gen Z. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Damn, on, we but... missed AJ the man this time for that. I know. I'll have to ask him. <laughs> hey, I know we're here to talk about the Royal Rumble, but let's talk about Gen Z. <laughs> and um, this do other you drink point, less. <laughs> that's that's the, yeah. Do you drink less and but take more drugs? Um. Also, this they said yeah, around maybe, the world maybe it's because. Hold on, maybe it's because they're not all 21 yet. Actually, like, maybe. That might be like that might be like tilting the scales a bit, I think. We're all I mean, at this point, all millennials they all behaved. Are they all behaved before drinking 21. They waited till 21 to drink. Oh, no, but I mean you drink less <laughs> when you, well, you drink less when you're under 21 because you can't just show up at a bar. True. I mean you true. can with a fake, but in general, you can't just show up at a bar. And can I that's the last funny point they said. Around the world, members of Gen Z are spending more time on electric devices and less time reading books than before, with implications for their attention span, vocabulary, academic performance, and future economic contributions. Which is it, Wikipedia? You just said that they were better at delaying instant gratification, and now you're saying they have a short attention span. That's what they said it is. Wikipedia. (laughs) Wikipedia. It's almost like three or four different people wrote each of those lines. Without reading the previous three lines. <laughs> yeah, um, can I get a source, please, on all that info? Oh, I'd already exit out of the thing. independent fact checkers to source the neighborhood kid. His name is Zachary. <laughs> Gen Z, man. And I guess they don't. Did they name the people post 2013? Are they calling the Zoomers? Because of uh, the pod? I don't know. 
I, no I like Zillennium for us personally. I, I think that yeah, the I like Zillennium. The Zillennials, I really do like that. No, I think that the big generational thing is if you thought that you know Miley is better than Taylor, because you know <laughs> I I think we all know I heard from a source that Miley is way better than Taylor. So just put that out there. At what singing? Just in general. In general, who? Yeah, who's better, Miley? Person? I don't know. Miley or Taylor? Never met either. No. This I is think great for a real Miley's. I know, right? Who's better? Uh, I think Miley Cyrus sings better than Taylor Swift. I like At, uh, Miley better. Too. They're both garbage. <laughs> I oh, stayed up till midnight. I that's know. Gonna I help. You're gonna hurt our engagement score saying that. But <laughs> <laughs> I said to, I know about the songs. So what is it? Bejeweled, bedazzled. It's one of the two. I know Shake It Off. Does that count? No, that's old. She has a new album. Yeah, that a big ass album. Yeah, I know. It's midnight. That's all I know about midnight, it. Midnight, plural. Oh, midnight? Several nights, yeah. Oh. Let's see. When did Taylor Swift one. drop? Keep saying Taylor Swift, please, to help. Taylor Absolutely. Swift, Taylor Swift, that helps Taylor the engagement work. is from uh, <laughs> Pennsylvania. She's not from Tennessee, but she moved to Tennessee to pursue a career in country music. Then she promptly dropped that career for the real money in pop music. Uh, Taylor Swift <laughs> uh, has written approximately four songs, but she's repackaged them over at least a dozen albums that she's now re-recording. No, I think uh, you're wrong. And that's that's her album, Midnight's? Midnight's, I believe, is the new album, yeah? Yes, it's it dropped on There's uh, a couple last of songs week. on there. I did not hear this yet, but I will. There's a couple. I there's will. a couple of fun ones on there. TikTok. Rocky doesn't listen, but TikTok is all over Taylor Swift's album right now. Um, it's subject to that. Sorry, okay. you're saying. No, you're good. Go ahead. I was saying the uh, according to Wikipedia, the album was inspired oh, yeah. by 13 sleepless nights through Taylor Swift's life. She adopted a glamorous visual aesthetic for the album, drawing from 70s fashion and art. A skew in the alternative folk sound of folklore and evermore. I assume those are her albums. Those are the previous two albums. Yes, I was told that she was exiled from pop music. I missed that. Oh, but sorry to hear. Heard, that. Yeah, but she's back now, um, and I'm pretty sure she just left. I don't think she was exiled, but maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe Taylor Swift was was exiled from pop music. She's just the biggest pop star of the 2010s. Yeah, she she really did own it that decade. Do you expect to be at a Taylor Swift concert in the near future for you guys? Well, yes. Well, no, because I'm poor. But um, <laughs> if I wasn't, then yeah, probably. No, Ryan and I are going to go. It's going to be a lot of fun. Melissa wants to go. Uh, she's looking for That's tickets. nice. Did, did I say I, Melissa's going? No. Well, I suppose if you buy tickets, then I'm, I'm stuck going. But, I'm going to buy two tickets, uh, and it's going to be for you and me. <laughs> hey, I went to see Demi Lovato. Was DJ Khaled opening for? Her. No, yeah, they're really good. They're and really not good. with, not with a girl, not not with a girl, by the way. <laughs> Wait, DJ Khaled? Yeah, she, he was opened up opener? for Taylor Swift. <laughs> I'll never. For Taylor Swift? Oh no, Demi no, Lovato. no, sorry for Demi Lovato. I'll never forget. Okay. He was like, What's he had this, this motivational speech towards the end. He's like, "You have to love yourselves. We have to love ourselves." I would do anything to to get that video back. <laughs> Another one. Um, <laughs> Taylor Swift, Midnight's. Let's see the yeah. uh, the uh, critical reception. Um, well, I go by Rolling Stone. It says here on Wikipedia, Midnight's received widespread critical acclaim from music critics, both of whom praise the subdued production and vocals. Okay. 
So I've listened to this entire album uh, at this point. That's a true statement. Um, and so, I can give you my honest review of okay. Midnight's album. Please, please, um, Ryan's review. This is Ryan Page's review of Midnight's. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, if you've ever heard a Taylor Swift song from anything after puberty till now, you've probably heard already the beat to one of the songs on Midnight's. Uh, there's a lot of songs. There's not a lot of beats. She uh, she kept most of those the same between all of her albums. Um, actually, the whole point of this album, it appears, was to talk about her old albums in a new album. So that, that seems to be the point. Um, there's a couple of good songs on there. There's something about a sexy baby. I'll let you look that up. Um, I know, right? And... In general, I think it's fine. It sounds like all of the other Taylor Swift albums I've heard ever. Um, so if you like Taylor Swift, then this is for you. If you don't like Taylor Swift, then you didn't care what I had to say anyway. Uh, so don't listen. And just to end this segment off, to optimize our um, <laughs> chance of getting picked up, I'm going to say BTS. Oh, Here we go. That was a really good, good for him. Thank you for that. They, they are brave. They are, they, are, well, so, they are all soldiers now. Yes, like, are. actually, I know they call themselves the BTS Army, but literally no, all of them I think are it's just Jimin right now. Oh, really? Jimin. Is he the only one old he's, enough? He's the oldest one, so I think he's being drafted first. Well, That's hopefully how that there's not a war. Yes, there was, like, some age that they're all about to hit where they have to be drafted. And he's, like, the first one to go. Well, I just – there – anyway, it was just – because the only thing that trends higher than Taylor Swift right now is BTS, so get them both in there. Good there review. You go. Thank yeah. you. Though that stuff do, does go far. Now let's talk about a big story, a sure. big, a legitimate story that is taking place the next day after this recording. Now this drops on Tuesday, the first of November. So happy November, gentlemen. Happy November first, everybody. So here, Elon Musk officially closes his deal and buys Twitter mm-hmm. for around $44 billion. That must be. He can buy Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, mm-hmm. he, maybe. He could have him perform at her house, at his house. <laughs> so at this, this just dropped about 30 minutes ago. Elon Musk has taken over control of Twitter, has fired top executives. Looks like he yeah. is uh, starting to make a major, major changes. Musk fires CEO Parag Argawal and two other executives. And um, Twitter has decided declined to comment. But now we um, will see Musk's takeover after all these questions being raised and figuring out the future of the social media platform as i mentioned to you rocky you're one of my favorite followers of twitter ryan i love talking to you about twitter um how do you feel about this news first things first do you think elon is going to stick to his proclamation to make major changes for twitter uh yeah i think he will just because right now it sounds like twitter is not making a lot of money Mm -hmm. so I think if, if nothing else, he's going to try to make it profitable. And if not, it's just going to crash and burn in like a year. Could you imagine so. that? Elon Musk being responsible for the end of Twitter. Yeah, and... Something else will pop up. And... No. All right. No, he, Twitter's not going anywhere. For everyone listening to this on Tuesday, think about this weekend on Twitter. You all spent the weekend on Twitter. You know it. 
what was different for you? Really, what was different right for you? <laughs> Nothing was different. It won't be different. I'm not convinced Elon Musk is going to own Twitter the entire time uh, because it isn't making that much money. And if he can't turn a profit on it, he may very well give it up. But this was a, a passion project of his, right? He he was <laughs> upset by some of, no, I'm serious. He was upset by some of the, um, the content moderation policies. So I guess those would be gone. So if you have a really strong opinion about content moderation on Twitter, you might be having a bad time. Or this a was time, your day. Or a you very were. good time. Yeah, and depending well, on what side of that debate you you fall yeah. on, right? Babylon but, Bee's coming back, so I'm pretty pumped. I didn't even know they were gone. Um, <laughs> that's what started this whole thing. I don't even know who you are. Um, no, it was like his favorite <laughs> satirical site, and Twitter banned it because they made a joke. And then he I'll be honest, I, I watched his I watched his SNL. I watched his SNL. It makes sense that. that it makes sense that the Babylon Bee is his is his uh, choice for comedy. But anyway. <laughs> <I> mean, um, <laughs> So point is, there's not going to be a lot of changes for most people who use Twitter every day. It's if it doesn't turn a profit and it probably won't, because unless they add ads like real ads, I don't see how they can possibly turn a legit profit. Like they have to advertise more if they want it. Like what is the uh, that or membership fees? But membership, yeah, I heard it might be like might actually kill fee, like uh, fees for like commercial or corporations that have Twitter accounts. That could work. I, either they're going, but actually they'll probably need to do both. But they need to advertise more, and they need to start charging people to use Twitter. Those are the only two ways you can make money on Twitter. There's quite literally nothing else that I can think of that you can do to create revenue out of Twitter. You know what oh, I mean? I think he's he's got a plan though. It's going to be part so, of his X app. Did you see that tweet? No, I didn't. See he that wants that. to make like an all-encompassing app called X. And Twitter is like one small part of it, I guess. And he wants Ooh. to. Yeah. I don't think that'll work either. I, I mean, he might try. Do you believe his proclamations about making it a more, a more, well, let me use the exact words he said on a tweet. He says, the reason I acquired Twitter is because it is important to the future of civilization to have a common digital town square where a wide range of beliefs can be debated in a healthy manner without resorting to violence. There is currently a a great danger that social media will splinter into far right wing and far left wing echo chambers that generate more hate and divide our society. So is his dream of a town square. We are, we all come together in perfect harmony on Twitter will happen. Or is this just another business venture? Well, I'll just say the reason he bought Twitter is because a judge in Delaware said he there was no way he could get out of it. <laughs> you are but, so wrong with that. We, I'm not I wrong. showed you the Look quote yesterday. I showed oh, you the whole article. The judge you did not make him buy it. The judge said <laughs> we are going to go to trial, or you if you don't buy, buy it, it right tomorrow. Now. Yes, it's not, that's making you buy it. No, that's, <laughs> that's not making you buy, you buy it. it. That's giving you an ultimate. That's not making you, though. He didn't okay. have to do Okay, it. yes, he could have gone to court to not buy yes, it, but at that point, just buy the, the fucking app. He could have gone could to just the buy trial. the app at that point. For $44 billion, just buy it at that point instead of losing <laughs> and then still having <laughs> to buy it. Joke's on him. I download it for free, so I don't know what he's doing. I'm serious. If If he lost, if he went to court and lost, he would still have to buy it. So you might as well no, just buy it. Why go to court? not. Yes, he would. The specific performance. Look it up. It probably I don't have to look it up. Case. Well, you said probably, but it could happen. I don't think it would. I don't know the Delaware law. Well, okay, but... you're not his. You're not his lawyer, so I'm not going to make you go on record and say here's what would happen. 
that don't go on record. But the point is, if he went to trial, he could still end up buying it. So he just bought it. But anyway, I digress. I knew Rocky wouldn't like that Delaware one. Um, you were wrong, and I pointed you out on it. I was right, and I showed you how I was right. And I will post now all of the links that I posted to Rocky on at T Tweetcap. They were paywalls. So I couldn't even buy the New York Times. I'm not buying by the New York Times. Doesn't want to spend his dollar a month elsewhere. I have my dollars a Daily Wire, and that's it. Well, see, that's the problem. You spend too much money on that news instead of the New York Times. Um, but anyway, what I will say is that I do think that's a good plan. I don't know if he'll achieve it. Like the, the town square thing, I think it's important. I think he's actually right. I think we're seeing – I don't believe Twitter is actually far left. I know some people would disagree with that. But I do think that there's definitely – I mean, there's an appetite, frankly, for far left echo chambers. We already have far right echo chambers on, you know, forums and other social media platforms. Uh, smaller ones, obviously, like, you know, what is it? Parlor or whatever. I don't even know if that exists anymore. But no, like, um, I agree, though. I think there are echo chambers you can look at. And it, I think they do pop up because people get kicked off Twitter. That's why you see Reddit the way it is now. And that's why you see Tumblr the way it is now. That's yeah. why you see Parlor the way it is now. That's why you see... Well, I guess Truth Social was always like that, but that's what you see. <laughs> it was founded explicitly to mm. be because oh, if, not, if not everyone's allowed on one site, then yeah, there are going to be echo chambers. Okay. Yeah, well, did, they're did allowed on one site. Did they're you? allowed. <laughs> they just can't say things the way and, they want to say and them. And if Twitter kicks them off, then they're not allowed anymore. No, that's anyway. true. If you if you were kicked off of a certain social media platform, that means you're not allowed there anymore. That's true. Yeah, but and then, I'm so, saying, and then you people, go to a more extreme site either but even people who left or right. are yeah but even people who are not kicked off of twitter you can have opinions without getting kicked off of twitter by the way um yeah, but they're probably more on middle of the road oh, or they're just kidding. not sharing them on twitter yeah and then that's and so they're still seeking out i would say there's people who are using twitter like every day who are still seeking out these other uh avenues to discuss what they I guess I don't want to say truly believe, but because I want to say that people are lying on Twitter, but like, you know, you can have a, a sports account where you only talk about, you know, sport news and like sports gambling and, you know, sporting events. And you'll never once get kicked off of Twitter for talking about sports, but you're still going to be seeking out parlor or, you know, something like that. I use parlor just as an example, because we mentioned it earlier, you could be on the left as well, looking for these, like these kind of like havens of just your thoughts. So I think that in general, it's a good plan. I don't know that A, it can be done. B, that Elon specifically could do it. Uh, I think he's cultivated some ire amongst, if he was really trying to bring all sides back into the public forum, I don't know if Elon Musk is the best messenger for that. Mm -hmm. I think he's pissed some people off personally. Like I don't actually have an issue with Elon Musk, Um, but I think just in general, there's people who don't like him. Uh, because of oh, yeah. what they perceive his politics as being, or, you know, he's also a, like a gazillionaire and some people don't like that. Um, so I don't, again, I don't know if he's the best messenger for bringing everyone back to the town for uh, town square. Um, but we've also never had a real digital town square like this. Like we talk about how, like we used to club penguin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So it's, people are talking about trying to bring it back. It never existed. As soon as the internet was created, people created niches on it. So yeah, I don't right away. 
Yeah, so I don't know if what people want can even happen. I mean, maybe, and I guess he has enough money to try. So good on him if, if that's really what he wants to do. I think he'd be smarter to just try and make money off of it and not worry about the other stuff personally. But I don't know. If, I don't know. I don't know what he wants to do with it. He could be genuinely truthful where he doesn't care about making money. He cares about this and he'll care about it for a few years. You know, he has, I'm sure he has a budget in his mind. Like, I can blow this as much money to save democracy or to create an open forum or whatever he believes he's doing. Um, but I just don't because I think he's trying to create something that has never existed. And so I just don't know if he can. What, what's, what's the face? Name the open forum on the internet, Rocky. There is none. <laughs> no, you're frozen, right? There you go. Okay. You were frozen. Oh, okay. Because okay. Elon heard you. Yeah. Elon heard, he heard oh, he you. Shut, he shut it down. He shut it down. He's also a hacker. He might be. A you know what that would do for ratings, by the way? If Elon just showed up on the screen right Oh man, I you know I'm looking for one day a celebrity who just needs some type of platform to go on and let it out. He could be Kanye, the one like Kanye be was. You know that has been mentioned a few times this week since all of this crazy comments, which he should be held accountable for. And of course, he apologized again. I saw Doesn't that. Really? Yes, Kanye was apologized, and he said, uh, "What are you, the God reference?" He said, "Wasn't that what? Are you, it's not like I did." I don't listen to Kanye West. He's off. He's off his meds. Clearly, yes. Which is a horrible thing to say, but he he does need help, and I, I not to like get into the stuff because I think he needs an actual doctor. I'm not. I'm not a doctor, so I can't actually diagnose him. But yeah, he was I'm really that, normal, and suddenly he wasn't. <laughs> he was. He was really normal, and suddenly he wasn't. So I'm assuming that something has has changed with him that needs to be addressed by a professional. <laughs> Man, yeah, he did make Taylor Swift famous. He wants to. hashtag Team Pete Davidson. Do that apparently. Yeah, hashtag a dead meme maybe. <laughs> oh man, but and yes, then, he, end, maybe he's the one who exiled her. <laughs> yes, in the end, I think it's going to be definitely a, an interesting month to see what what Elon Musk does with the world's most popular status changing social media app and we'll see what he does i'm sure it's going to be very funny and i'm using the word funny because it's just interesting how this guy is is putting this humongous humongous challenge in front of him and with all his other business <laughs> endeavors this is the same guy who started tesla and spacex he started paypal and now twitter it's it's going to be very interesting to see what this guy does what jack dorsey thinks right now Sorry, oh, that's a brand new thought I just had. Do you Jack think he's Dorsey. cool with this? As I think he, he'll take the billions of dollars he'll get out of the investment. Yeah, well, he's he just got a big payout, that's for sure. Fair point. He probably doesn't care. No, he probably I don't. Maybe he'll come back, but I don't know. Maybe he'll make a new streaming platform. How about a stream, a, uh, a social media where I just show up at your house and we hang out called Making Plans? <laughs> Making Plans. And the symbol is just a doorbell. <laughs> Your doorbell. Every time you look at it, like, oh, is that my doorbell? And then you hear it and you, yeah, doors. Yo, guys, let's keep the conversation going regarding uh, very popular applications, including the sure. TV streaming applications. So I think the streaming wars are get 
I won't say getting hotter than ever, but they're still continuing. And now we're at a place where Netflix announced that they are going to be having advertisements. Netflix, the one of the big things and missions they created, you don't have to watch ads watching our service. Uh, Hulu couldn't do that. HBO Max. Um, for now, you don't have to watch ads, but um, there are free services, I believe, that you can watch ads for. You know, Peacock, they have a free version and a paid version, paid with limited ads. Main thing, mm-hmm. a, a lot of these streaming services have limited ads, but not Netflix until now. And, well, this is just a result of so much competition. You know, they've had bad quarters, people losing subscribers, and they have no choice. And listen, broadcast and network television is non-existent. They do have shows. You can watch them, you know, if you want to watch um, Blue Bloods. You know, you could go, Matt go there. Great watch the Matt Singer. But mainly broadcast television, that's the place for the NFL. And that's only four months a year. So, um, you know, I love my television. And we all love our television. Um but can you believe how much this has evolved since it started compared to like when we were in high school when the only option was Netflix or the first Netflix original TV series was in 2012. So just about really? 10 years since this started. Uh, yep. With Lily Hammer and then House of Cards and then Orange is New Black and it started it all. I, I used to watch movies on Netflix. I'm, yeah, I'm saying I'm saying Netflix. original content for them. No, I know. I'm just thinking about oh, yeah. when I when I started Netflix, it was to watch movies, <laughs> like that, that old movies, older movies, obviously. Yeah. And now I don't. I only watch original stuff on Netflix. Now I feel like. Oh really? I they just, definitely push you toward it, right? I mean, I, I don't even have it, but when I get it, all I do is just watch Breaking Bad. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, you know one thing, Vince Gilligan announced his next t- his next series on Apple TV Plus, and I will. And, and Apple TV Plus, I feel, has improved with their original content, Severance, and you know, there's scoring Vince Gilligan's show. They're gonna have a Martin Scorsese original movie with Leo. Um, Apple TV Plus, I thought had a very slow start. Obviously, Ted Lasso, and look at them now, yeah. but. I think we're so lucky as viewers. We get a lot of good stuff in their quality most of the time, and they have to be quality because of them competing with each other. And for an average about fifteen dollars per month with all these services, it's a lot. Um, personally, you got I'm all fifteen for all these services. Mm-hmm. It's like fifteen each, dude. Yeah, that's what I said. That's what I thought. Oh, I thought you said fifteen for all of them. Like, how many oh, do you yeah. subscribe to? Me personally, me. Yeah. So you guys. I yeah. have HBO Max through my. Through my uh, phone, my phone carrier, though, so I don't pay for that. I do pay for Hulu. I pay for Peacock at five dollars a month. My mother is kind enough to let us use Netflix. Um, Same. I have Paramount Plus free. I don't have Apple TV Plus at the moment. I don't have Disney Plus. I, I just took the bundle off for Hulu. But especially when I start working again, I will probably bring them all back and I'll add stars to that. And I will I have my Amazon Prime in general and then Showtime. Wait. So, yeah, that's 11 of them. Shit. Um, but yeah. I do at least try to make the most of it. Huh. So I have 11. Of them. I was going to say, okay. I was going to say, but I'm if crazy. You don't count Netflix. You know, but if you don't count Netflix, Right. If I mean, we're going with parents do the Netflix thing. I have, well, I've got two Hulus. One is one I borrow from my brother, but one is my actual own 
Hulu. I'll okay. pay for it um, through my phone. So I have a Hulu. I have Paramount. I have Stars. I have Time. I have HBO. Uh, we have Amazon Prime Video thing, like the, their stuff. And we have Disney Plus. So I'm at seven. Oh, and Peacock, obviously. So I'm at eight. Um, and I did have Apple to watch the morning show when that first came out, but it wouldn't, couldn't with my phone. I couldn't put it on my TV. Like I couldn't cast it. I've used Google, and they don't right. like Google. Uh, yeah. And so I'm like, so I had to watch it on my phone. And I'm like, I don't really want to watch this on my phone. Um, so I got rid of. So I haven't seen the morning show since then. But I really, I was interested in the morning show as soon as I saw the trailer. I think it was like the first thing that they, meaning Apple put out that I was like, oh, that looks cool. Um, and so I did get it to watch that um, originally. But um, yeah, so I would say that's probably, if I ever go back, I'll probably get that too. But yeah, I have eight right now, which is why I'm almost like, at this point, someone should just bundle them all together mm-hmm. and make it like cable. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate, I mean, Cable's going to come back. In that anyways? Mm-hmm. Optimum's gonna just get somehow put them all together and be like, if you get Optimum, you get all of these. <laughs> but you don't have stars, Matt. Not at the moment, but I was subscribed, but I will be getting it. Back oh, did because... you watch Heels? I still, you no, I haven't. I still gotta I watch it, and I saw it was really good. Gotta watch Heels. Yeah, you gotta watch Heels. And like I said, what's it, especially starting to work more frequently again? I'm getting all the services because I definitely made the most of most of a. I'll, I'll watch anything, so. The only thing I'm watching now is the bear on Hulu. On Hulu, which is amazing. Thought about that too. Like, watch that show, Rock. You see the bear? No, I don't What's really watch TV. Jeremy, Jeremy Allen White, right? That's the actor. Yes, exactly. Yes. He, he play like I said. He plays a five star missile, a five star chef who leaves, who's from Chicago. Became a world-renowned chef in New York, goes back to Chicago to run his brother's sandwich shop after he passed away. And it's a really cool dynamic. Did we talk about that at the wedding, maybe? Yes, I did. Yeah. I've seen two other episodes. I'm a big fan. I'm trying to I wonder. Yeah. Well, he's from Chicago. Oh, he's from Brooklyn. He was also... Oh, really? Because he's also chicago so that's now two big roles where he's played a guy from chicago yeah for him, and he's from that's feel like that feels tr- yeah, it just feels like a weird thing to have like yeah i'm in all the shows where i'm from chicago mm-hmm. you know what i mean i never but. seen i never seen um shameless that's when i should go my dad liked it mm-hmm. and another one of streaming service any showtime because because i they all have great movies they, they just all even though they all just trade with each other um <laughs> some good yeah. stuff but yeah guys you know put a to ball on to put a ball on this segment are you as into it with me i'm well ryan you uh rock you say you don't really watch tv except breaking bad no so, i watch um, breaking bad batman and youtube that's it i don't it's, it's I, my a only, solid combo the only subscription i have is for youtube premium i borrow an hbo and i borrow a netflix yeah, I use eight. I have HBO. If you count that as survive, I pay for that too. Uh, mainly to listen to to videos. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, Ryan, are are we winning here in this time? Who would have thought your your Netflix just to watch original movies turns to all of this? And um, you know, I, I guess I use the uh, 
advertising time to go to the bathroom. That's all we can do at this point. <laughs> I feel like the advertising is a band-aid to a larger issue that's going to come up. And there isn't a need for eight, even eight uh, premium outlets. I think that eventually the next phase is going to be groups acquiring multiple, like I said, and packaging them all together. Oh, Disney's already phase. doing that, though. Well, I know, but Disney sucks, so hopefully they lose. Um, I agree. And so I would say that eventually there's going to be like one or two, maybe three options, and it's going to end up looking like cable, where you can add or subtract from those three options on whatever. I really do think this was going to happen, just because, like, what are you going to do? People can't like, – I get it. Like, w- content-wise, we're in a really good time. Like there's tons of shows that I like watching right now, um, especially around Halloween. Cause I, I'm a big, I know I like horror and I like stuff like that. And so Halloween time is a great time on all of these apps so between this Halloween, is Halloween and the, yeah, the Netflix Halloween, like, you know what I mean? So there's tons of like great, uh, content in the month of October in particular that comes out on all of these sites. So content wise, it's good, right? It's just from money wise, if it's 15 per with commercials, then as soon as someone can find a way to make that cheaper, they're going to jump on that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like even with commercials, like, so at, that, at this point we are going to end up just seeing a weird, like streaming version of cable <laughs> again. I feel like not, maybe not anytime soon, but eventually, cause where else does it go? Eventually yeah, they're going to start, make, they're going to start merging eventually. With your Apple TV, Roku's and Amazon fire sticks, it just feels like that, yeah. as you said. Right, uh, and that's the easy, like that's the easy, like way to do it. Like, you plug in your whatever, and you watch it on your TV, and eventually that's what's gonna, how it's gonna be, and you'll be able to get a deal. Like, oh, I have my Google, uh, my Google thing. You plug it into the TV, and you pay for it through Google, and you get access to all of them. Like that's eventually what's gonna happen. I feel like so. I I don't know. To me, it, that part is kind of. I mean, it's not disheartening. It's just a fact that the ads are coming back to make money, but the content's good. So at, at the bare minimum, at least for now, even if it is just regular TV, it's going to be good TV, right? So. Yes. And you, you have no choice. You literally can't afford to put crap out there. I mean, except if you're Netflix. No, you can't. So <laughs> Yeah, they, do, they seem to be putting out some, some really bad ones for most of the year. My last um, question regarding this subject for, for Ryan. Did you see Hocus Pocus 2? No. I never saw the first one. The well, first was good. I'm, I don't know about the second one. Hocus Pocus. Melissa wants to watch it, so we'll see. I'll be honest. first one, I mean, it's like it's a cheesy kids movie, but yeah, I watched it when I was 90s. a kid. I watched it when I was a kid, so I still like it. Uh, again, it might be nostalgia, but I do still like it. Um, Hocus Pocus. <laughs> use the uh, hashtag yabos to talk about this episode the real ones will know so you know why don't we transition now with the something we've seen evolve so much was tv and streaming something we've really seen evolve is video games video game industry has pod an incredible decade these video games look absolutely cinematic at this point the video game movie and television adaptions are better than they used to. Some are working. <laughs> some are definitely not. You know, some are working like The Witcher. Some are not like who, like Halo. But yeah. 
how do you guys feel about games now? Where are we, what, the sixth, gen- the seventh, eighth, whatever generation with your PlayStation 5 and your uh, Xbox? Um, uh, this is embarrassing. One X. One it's S- one X. <laughs> I am focusing on the PlayStation 5 I want next. But um, how do you guys feel about this video game industry, how it's popping now? The new Call of Duty came out. Are you guys interested in getting that? I heard it's... It's 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 intense and it's insane. Yeah, I um I already beat the campaign. The, the multiplayer. <laughs> Let's get mul- it, Rocky. The multiplayer comes out t- tonight at midnight. I'm probably gonna run it a little bit before I go to bed. Um, no, I think that. But this is probably the first good game in months. I think really? the video, I think video games have been absolutely awful lately. Ryan knows. I've been playing the same two games like all year. Cause there's just mm-hmm. nothing else to do. All games are the same and it's getting, they're also not that great games, by the way. No, they're not. I know. Cause I I'm playing them. So. Play. And, and like, this is the, this new call of duty, by the way, to this is the call of duty, modern warfare to remake, remake, remake. Yeah. The, oh, the okay. remake bug has hit video games. Yes. Well, We're at that yeah. level. Yeah. I've been um, away from the video game industry. Which I do want to go back to because I love seeing this extra content put in, in, on video games. But um, so you say so far, Call of Duty 2, in Gen Z terms, mids, or do you say cool, it's good? Um, Thumbs up. Yeah, I like the campaign. I thought it was fun. Um, took me like two days to beat it, but a lot of cinematics, pretty cool fight scenes. Um I enjoyed it. Just wasn't deep. It was just you know fun, like an action mm-hmm. movie, which is what I really want. I Ryan knows most of the time I play video games on mute. It's just something I have. <laughs> like I don't really care about listening to stories <laughs> and stuff like that. I just like to play games. All the sound design emphasis they put in. No, I now you're it. hearing it. <laughs> no, it annoys me most of the time. Ryan knows. I just I mute everything. I just do. I just play the game and try not to think about it. So I like that. I explain what's happening. I explain what's happening. It's fine. <laughs> You're the narrator. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's, well, we'll see how the multiplayer is. It looks good. Um, yeah. How do we feel? Things have been off lately. Do you think, I see God of War is bringing their first game in four years, God of War Ragnarok. Is there any interest there? Like that is some brutal stuff. Do we think God of War Ragnarok can be can break this boring game streak? I'll be honest. Yeah. I don't have. I've never played a God of War game. I have. I'm, I see my PS5 right now. I've, I've only turned on my PS5 once. I've <laughs> never played God of War. So, but I've heard it's good. We'll see. Um, it's also yeah, it's also he's really got going for them right now. <laughs> Like I've never had a uh, PlayStation either, Rocky. So I'm in the same boat. We we used to. I mean, I played PS4 all through college. I loved it, but I just I don't know. I I forgot my login and I just never bothered to reset it. <laughs> Do you, Ryan? Is there any big? How about this though? Grand Theft Auto Six. I know they had a major. They had major major leaks at the end of this summer that has probably put Rockstar in array and assuming this is, and I understand the footage may have been years. It might've been really old footage anyways. Um, Rockstar is, you know, trying to discipline the little hacker who did it. 
I don't know. I've seen rumors and, you know, I can't trust the Twitter, Twitter things. I've seen some just stereotypical video game hacker looking person. He's the one. I don't know if it is or not, but Grand Theft Auto 6. When this comes out, a game that everyone's familiar with, Grand Theft Auto 5 came out 10 years ago next year. Do you think this mm-hmm. can really bring a huge interest in the video game world again? Will people get their new consoles for this GTA 6? And rumors, I don't know, again, with this leak, but people say within the next few weeks, they could actually make the substantial announcement when they will release GTA 6. Again, Rick, I don't know if that changes because of the hacks, but from what I saw, I I will uh, I will spend whatever I have to to play it. The, the only video game I played, the first video game I played in like a, a whole decade, I played GTA Five in COVID <laughs> and beat it, and that felt good again. So it's been that long. Like I said, I, I, I am interested in the the video game world again, and. Um, I think GTA 6 might really break the internet like it did 10 years prior. I think for GTA 6 to answer that, like the meat of that question, I don't know if it'll make people buy a game system. It probably depends on when it comes out. If they tie it into the release of a new system, then yeah, I'm sure people will buy it to play the new game. But I don't know that they will do that, seeing as how GTA 5 has done just fine across like three systems um they might just release it and assume that when people get their new yeah, consoles, yeah that's, what I, that's what I initially meant like well people actually i don't have a video game system i'm gonna buy my first video game system in a decade like i would yeah i mean i think people will i don't know video game systems are expensive dude yeah, <laughs> i feel like as much as this, yeah. and honestly video games are kind of getting expensive too like are we at the I, 70 dollar like, mark for video games yeah it depends um, if you want to play Call of Duty on the new systems, it's seventy bucks. Seventy bucks, it's, it's and 70 that's like the, the old systems, and that's just the base game, basic Call of Duty. You have not, they usually have like all these other packages with other stuff. Like, mm-hmm. so I mean, if you're cool with like a twelve year old questioning your manhood, then you could just get it for like seventy bucks. <laughs> it's gonna happen that, anyway. It's that Call kid's gonna. Ha- that, that's a good point. It's gonna happen to me anyway. I'm, I'm ready um, for game chat though. I'm pretty pumped. But um. Yeah, so the games are expensive. So I don't know if anyone's going to be like, I'm going to pay 90 bucks for GTA plus a new system. But I don't think they're even going to ask people to do that. I think they're going to release it on the current system, whatever that is. They're not going to tie it into a new system release. Because, I mean, worst case scenario, it's not as big as GTA 5 and they move on. Best case scenario, it is. And people will download it whenever they get a new system. I mean, that I did that. I've had GTA in like three systems now. Yeah, GTA I think, 5. I, I think I've bought that game like four times. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So like it, if if it's as good and it doesn't seem I don't see why it wouldn't be. Uh back to Vice City it looks like. Uh that'll be cool. Haven't had Vice City since the one game actually. Um everywhere else you've been multiple times in terms of the different like maps you can play on. So I think it'll be cool. I think people will like it. I think it'll probably be big. I don't know what they're going to do about GTA online. I mean, GTA Online just ruined Rockstar in general, I feel like. Why is that? It was way too successful. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously, like, I didn't even play through Red Dead Redemption 2 when it came out just because, like, after playing GTA and GTA Online, like, no, the other ones just don't even compare. I should try Red Dead again. 
I never it's, finished it's it. Long. It was too convoluted for me. Like it's I, a long game. It's a long game, and you have to put a lot of effort into it. And I just wasn't about to have that. Whereas in GTA Online, you can just jump right in. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Stack your money and yep. commit crimes. But well, they're both get inspired. Yeah. And also mentioned the uh, rise of the more respectful video game adap- adaptation, whether television or TV. Sorry, it's television or movies. Um, have there been any that really stick out to you guys lately? Doug, did you like The Witcher? Did you like um, the Sonic the Hedgehog movies, which are actually pretty good? A lot of fun. Uh, Detective Pikachu. Um, I, I never saw any of these. <laughs> I didn't see Detective Pikachu. I did watch I the. Literally. I didn't finish The Witch. I got bored with it after the first like sec. I think I watched two episodes and I stopped watching. Yeah, it. I was not feeling that one. But I also I Halo I was didn't a play waste the game of time. Either, though, so the Halo adaptation was a real waste of my time. I heard it was saw, awful. Yeah, there's weird plot points. Terrible writing. Um, I actually saw one of the actors when I was working at MTV, and uh, she yelled at him. Oh, this. Is yeah, I, sh- I, sh- I should have said. Don't do it better than this. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. Uh, um, how about with upcoming adaptations like The Last of Us? You guys excited for The Last I of Us like adaptation on HBO no, Max? I don't know. I'm, I, I got to wait and see what it looks like. I absolutely loved The Last of Us. Never played the second one, but the first one is absolutely amazing. And I don't know how you can live up to it. It could be the best show ever, and I'd be like, eh, "It's not the game, though." <laughs> Ryan, didn't you wrong. tell me that yeah. you used to watch like just the cutaway scenes? It was just so. I watched. I watched someone else play The Last of Us. That's how much I liked it. The entire game. Mm-hmm. So I'm very excited to watch the show. Um, I also like like the actors in it. So I think that between the actors, like being people that I like in other things, and the game being a game that. I've never even played. I've just literally just watched it um, as a story. I feel like I'll probably be pretty into it. Um, but we're, we're burying the lead, guys. Chris Pratt's Mario voice. Yes. It's me, what, Mario. That that cannot be real. Like I, I think <laughs> I that really is a specific internet troll. Like, you're telling Let's me. Let's uh, Let me see how much this, this Super Mario, the, just the budget. And have you ever seen the Super Mario with... Um, the movie from the early nineties. I've heard it's horrible, but no, I've never seen it. Yeah, I've heard it's horrible. It's, it's, I watched I the mean, TV show, the Super Mario, what was it? Super Mario Super Show. Well, that's animated, right? I, I uh, believe it's part so. animated, I, I, I part live that. action. Uh, it actually has like an old WWE wrestler as the as Mario. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I gotta see this. I think it does. Oh, I yeah, yeah so super this this movie that where's the budget? They don't have the budget listed here. I would assume it's probably like $200 million. And that's what you come up with. They couldn't fly into Italy, not even once. No, no. And then, um, like, here this cast. We have um, Chris Pratt as Mario. Anna Taylor-Joy as Peach. Charlie uh, Day as Luigi. Luigi's apparently... They want to make a Luigi's Mansion <laughs> sequel movie to this. <laughs> That'd be, honestly, I love Luigi's Mansion, so I'd be down for that. Jack hey, but Black as Bowser. That'll be cool. He's a good Keegan, voice actor. Keegan Michael Honestly, Key yeah. as Toad. He's great in Reboot on Hulu. Everyone should watch that. Reboot. Yeah, I heard about Reboot. that. Reboot. Yeah, oh. everyone should watch that. It's good. Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Mm. Yeah. 
<laughs> Fred Armisen. I like him. Yeah. Okay, sure. I don't. I don't know who Cranky Kong is. Cranky, no, Kong, Kong, is Cranky Kong is actually Donkey Kong in the original Donkey Kong game, mm-hmm. and Donkey Kong Junior is the Donkey Kong that you see in all the Mario games after that. So Cranky Cranky Kong's like the older. He's the the one from the, the cranky, grew up. the crankier Donkey Kong. He's the one that stole Paulina. Oh, yeah. Oh man, yeah. They. Oh, by the way, Mario in the show was Lou Albano. If you know who that is. Oh, Captain Lou Albano. Yeah, yeah he was. He Mario. was WWE. Guy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's like really old. That's way before my time. Yeah. Yeah, He's, I. It's a good show. Super Mario Brothers, Chris Pratt's voice. What a joke! But hey, it'll be available on streaming on Peacock after forty-five days. It's going to have a Christmas release this year, and um, I'm excited. Peacock to bringing in all the content. Mario. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say that? This will air on. Um, this will come out on April seventh, twenty twenty-three. And, but for some other context of other games coming out, we have a Gran Turismo game coming out. <laughs> uh, I mean, the, the free I'm, I'm a, PlayStation game you'd get. I'm a Forza guy. I I don't really like the GT series. Um, none. How about a Just Cause movie that's in the works? Which, I mean, directed by Michael Bay. I don't know. Oh, a lot of explosions then. Yeah. Well, or, Just Cause is like the Michael Bay version of like GTA. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. How about we also have a Borderlands movie coming out or Crossfire Zone, uh, Five Nights so at never, Freddy's? That'll be fun. Yeah, that'll be that'll be weird. Um, but weird. I do like Borderlands. And I think that'll be a good movie. I mean, I don't know. I don't know who's in it. Don't know who's writing it. But that has the potential to be an interesting, uh, interesting like content for a show. My opinion. I think between that and also um, the Gears of War movie in the works, that could be really good too. Depending on how they do that, I feel like especially the early Gears of Wars like games. Yeah, they were definitely like they felt like you know like a brothers in arms sort of thing. Like I actually I was just thinking about watching Band of Brothers in November. You never saw it? No. Really? Um, I got a good problem my... out of that. Yeah, and so I feel like you can make a Band of Brothers-esque content out of Gears of War mm. um, if you really tried hard enough. I don't know if they're going to try that hard. They might just, you know, say, look, it's Gears of War and hope everybody watches it. But with, uh, with if they your, try very hard, I think they could do it. With your rifle that is also a saw, a chainsaw? Yeah, I mean... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll make it harder to do buy into the <laughs> brothers in arms sort of thing, I guess. But um, <laughs> but in general, I think you could tell an interesting war story um, with that, like with that, with those characters. Definitely, let me know when you start seeing Band of Brothers, and then the Pacific yeah, you know. is awesome. You'll see David Schwimmer being a uh, really? he's a, I, I he was in one show I really liked. That only got one season. Uh, Feed the Beast on AMC. Uh, Feed the Beast. Feed the Beast. I liked it. No one else did. Uh, and so they canceled it. It was just me and David Schwimmer who liked it. But, um, <laughs> but I liked him in that. And so I don't have the same, oh, look, it's Ross. Because I actually do genuinely, I think of Ross, obviously. But I also think of Feed the Beast, which is a great job. I know him as the giraffe from Madagascar. That is all. He's also Robert Kardashian. Yeah, I, I never saw Friends. Yeah, well, yeah, but I don't see any of them as the people from the the OJ show. 
Well, yeah, wait till you see him as a drill sergeant in the World War II. That'd be fun. So I'm going to introduce to you guys a new segment. Yeah. I hope it works. So we're going to test it with you guys. It's called, Do You Agree With The Lyric? I'm going to read you a lyric and just tell me your initial thoughts and if you agree with what this artist is saying or not. I'll tell you right now, my predictions, Ryan's going to say yes. He's going to agree to every single one. I'm going to say no. Oh, this will be fun. And I like the dynamic here. So the first ever edition of Do You Agree With The Lyric? This was a, this lyric here was performed by hip hop legends. And uh, they've won Grammys big in the 90s and um, have a legacy. So I just want to say, do you agree with the term? Damn, it feels good to be a gangster by the Ghetto Boys in Is he the headline rock? And the- <laughs> Damn, it feels uh, good to be the gangster. I'll be honest. I've never been a gangster. So <laughs> I don't have, in my opinion, I don't have the, the background to declare whether or not it would feel good. Um, I think uh, you're gangster, Ryan. No, I'm going to say no. I don't think there's anything wrong with feel, feeling good. Like, damn, it feels good to be a gangster. I don't see anything wrong with that. I guess gonna, if, if you no. claim it, right? No, you're wrong. Crime doesn't pay. <laughs> Crime doesn't pay. <laughs> no. Um, it actually only pays. That's why people do it. Um, yeah, exactly. But I don't know. I think that, I don't know. That one's a hard one. Only because I've never once in my entire life felt gangster uh, doing anything. Is it all about, you're not a gangster unless you believe it in your heart? Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe I could be a gangster if I truly believed in myself. <laughs> I'll give you that. Sure. Okay. Okay. Um, so I have another one, guys. I'm going to give you five quick ones. So this yeah. was said by one of our favorite people in our childhood. Well, most people, Disney Channel star. She had a movie. Based on it, it was a big deal at the lunch table to talk about. Okay. It was said she's now in, I don't even know if the show's still on the air, but she's on the cast of How I Met Your Mother 2. She's Lizzie McGuire, Hillary Duff with her music career. She once said, if the light is off, then it's on in her song, So Yesterday. Yes, I mean, I'm assuming so, she's yeah. talking about a movie theater. And they do dim the lights when the movies start. So I'm going to, yes, I agree. You agree with this? Watch movies when there's lights on. Oh, man. I tried to think of what she could possibly mean by that nonsense gobbledygook of a line. Um, (laughs) It's a good song. I don't even, I don't even know if I know where in the song that falls. Uh, You remember that so yesterday? I know the song yesterday. So yesterday. um man i'm gonna say fine yeah hillary sure maybe i don't if the lights go off then it's on i mean my head goes somewhere it probably shouldn't because she was like 14 when she put it right when she wrote yes i I don't remember i mean that's the only thing i could possibly think of for what that could be when the lights go off then it's on or then whatever she just said or 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 movie theater there's two possible scenarios so i'm gonna say yes i agree it's good lyric, and I agree. I think that is true. When the lights go out, the freaks come out. Wait, that's <laughs> another way of saying it. No, it's another way of saying it. Don't worry about it. So I have Katy Perry now for this. Um, oh, she's she's gone viral for her eye thing, whatever that what's is. What's up with that, by the way? It, I thought she. I thought she. She. I like. I didn't know she was still performing. 
Yeah, how do you do that? The Katy Perry thing. But she said this. This is true. You're so sad. Maybe you should buy a Happy Meal. She said it in a song called You're So Gay. You know, I'm I'm going to assume that means the happy version of that. But um, do you agree no. when you're sad, you should get a Happy Meal? No, you no. shouldn't eat your problems <laughs> away. You're only going to be sad and fat. Uh, well, <laughs> I was going to say, uh, carbs can't cure sadness as much as we try. So I think while she's maybe trying to give good advice here, I disagree with the lyric. Uh, you're not going to be happier after the happy meal. Maybe in, maybe in the short term, but not in the long term. Yeah, you got to look at long-term gains and, you know, it's not one of them. Happy, happy meals can't buy happiness. So right. I disagree with Katy Perry. Yeah, no, she's wrong. Oh, okay, okay. Do you agree with this lyric said by Sia? To unlock doors, I use a key. Or is it more existential than that? No, I, I think it's a pretty outdated term. Most people have, like, key cards. No, nope. 100% of the time. When I open no. the door, 100% of the time, I use a key. No, I um, hard to get into work and stuff like that. No, she's wrong. I she's wonder if there's going to be a day. She's living in the 20th century. She needs to get with the times. So, no. Sia is, she's also like 50 or something like that. So, she really needs to chill. Yeah. What's yeah. interesting, another Sia lyric is so she is ahead of her time because she's big into crypto. She doesn't need dollar bills to have fun tonight. Um, no, so she's so it's, 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying she's into crypto. She doesn't have dollar bills, but she uses a key. So she's got an eclectic face. No, I agree, Matt. You can unlock a door with the key. And I think the existential meaning, I'm sure there's a deeper meaning. I don't know the song. I don't um, think also makes sense, too. Yeah, I mean, you need you to describe in order to open the door's door. work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a tutorial on how to open door. I mean, she did Step make that god awful. She made that movie. Oh, what was it called? Like Colors, the one with the autistic kid, the nonverbal one. I didn't know she made it. I didn't hear it was, it was, hear it was god awful. I, I heard it was awful. Absolutely no. Like there was a there's like a weird thing because they just had like, uh, there was a controversy the- because music. It was called music. What was and, the movie with the deaf people, the uh, deaf actors? It was very like big movie. That's I not what we're talking about. No, no, this one's called Music, and it's about like a non-verbal autistic kid. But Sia got like one of her actors' friends to play autistic, and that like. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah. I remember people got mad about that. Yes, I do remember. Yeah. That. You know, Little Wayne all once that. said in a song, "Bitch, real G's move in silence like lasagna." Do you agree to this? No comment. Yes. From six foot, seven foot. <laughs> 100%. Everything, everything he says in that song is is correct. No, I, I don't understand what he means. I'm just gonna say no. <laughs> he's talking to he's talking to himself because he is his own consultant. <laughs> he's married to the game and fuck the world, so that's adultery. True story. Um, yeah, everything. I love that song. That song is so much fun. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad that you put that in there. Oh, man, I got three more for you guys. Arctic Monkey once said in the song Star Treatment, what do you mean you've never seen Blade Runner? Do you agree with this? How could people not watch Blade Runner? Uh, No, I've never seen Blade Runner. He's what do you mean you've not seen Blade Runner? I've never seen it. I don't plan on seeing it. I don't even 100% know what it is. It really Uh, is. It's about vampires. It's about vampires. Vampires? Oh, it's about no, aliens. I thought. No, wait. Wait. Blade Runner. No, there's yeah, Blade, and then there's Blade Runner. Oh, Bla- Blade. I'm talking Marvel. about Blade. No, this is Blade Runner. Blade. Harrison Ford, 
Ridley Scott. Oh, that's a good movie. It's a great movie. movie. It's actually my favorite sci-fi movie. Um, You should watch that one. It's not Blade. Blade's better with Wesley Snipes. But you should watch Blade Runner, too. Yeah, I I actually really think you like it, Rocky. You know, it's uh, it's about a fugitive group of advanced uh, replicants, and they escape to Earth, and they um, hunt down. And this guy, Harrison Ford, Rick Deckard, he hunts them down. He's a... Pretty much a um, replicant hunter and all the deep, beautiful shots, all that. La la la. Good movie. I'm going to say Arctic Monkeys though are wrong on this one. Not because I didn't see the movie. I did see the movie, but some people don't like sci-fi, right? And that's okay. You don't have to like sci-fi. You don't have to see Blade Runner if you're not if you're not into Um, sci-fi. So I'm going to say no to the Arctic Monkeys. Don't make people watch Blade Runner because then they're just not going to like it. So you're not changing any minds. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna like it. Okay, okay. Um, we have two more. You know what Ed Sheeran once said in a song, "Wake me up," and I know you love Shrek because you watched it twelve times. You agree with that? Those are actual lyrics. Yeah, in the song "Wake Me Up" from Ed Sheeran. Um, I'm assuming he's talking about Shrek the or Shrek Two because that's a superior movie. And so, yes, I agree. <laughs> I, I it definitely Shrek 2 is a superior movie and uh I mean really how can so? you watch a movie 12 times and actually like it? Shrek 2 oh yeah I really Shrek no. 2 is one of the best sequels really all the time oh no yeah as far as sequels go but I do like Shrek 1 as well and, I don't think yeah Shrek 3 is garbage is even though it well, didn't introduce Fer- Fergus Farkle and Felicia the, the Shrek tree uh triplets so that was that was yeah, a big no. move for the Shrek lore um but don't overall 3 is not a great movie Shrek the Third. Um, this is Justin Timberlake in that one. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, sure. I mean, I don't. I would never watch a movie twelve times, but I've watched The West Wing six times. So I mean, what well, I can't judge. You know, one of the. You know, one of the things I really like about Shrek is that they, the DreamWorks specifically went out of their way to make fun of Disney tropes only to do a Disney trope movie themselves. <laughs> One of the things I like about Shrek is how similar he is to Martin Sheen from the West Wing. That's a joke. When he said, I don't get it. Get off my swamp. Like, that's a bad expression. No, that was really that was good. excellent. No, oh, do was that it? again. <laughs> no, but it was doing What's your Mario again? sound like, by the way? <laughs> it's a me and Mario. <laughs> Better than Chris Pratt. Yeah. Hi, I'm Shrek. So, I'm Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, last last thing before we say goodbye, guys. And this is actually this this actually can be an, an analyzed. The Beatles once said in Abbey Road, "In the end, the love you take is equal to the love you make." Do you guys agree with that? No, Beatles are a garbage <laughs> no. band. None of the lyrics have ever oh made God. sense. No, garbage band. Awful. Why do you say Let's that? Let's just mute him. Let's just mute him. <laughs> I've heard like three of their songs. I don't get them. The songs aren't catchy. The lyrics make no sense. And so, no, they, garbage band. And because so, they walk around with their funny accents and their silly haircuts, even all the influence influence they created and I know, don't British invasion anywhere. I don't. Paul McCartney. You say he's a you. You see Paul McCartney? Yeah, he's not this special. I honestly don't think he is. I. <laughs> No, the whole band's overrated. The lyrics make zero sense. So I'm I'm a hard no on that one. Which bands I mean, do some you of the like? lyrics don't make sense? Hmm? Which bands do you like if you don't like the Beatles? 
Oh, like do you like um, the Rolling Stones? No, or if we're any classic rock, or or you like more pop punk or pop? As your lawyer plead the fifth. (laughs) I like a lot of ska music. Okay, so Sublime and uh, you know, and oh, I listen to a lot of punk music. Okay, okay, so then it does make sense why you hate the Beatles. Yes, (laughs) but I also am not a big music guy. I could be fine never listening to music again. <laughs> oh, Big Ron Swanson energy at a rocket tonight. Uh, I think it's true, by the way. Since we did, since we asked me, um, yeah, the love you take is equal to the love you make. Yeah, yeah, me too. We, I mean, look how What's far we've come with it. You know, that's a nice, that's a nice. Chris thing. Farley got to ask Paul McCartney straight to his face to that, and I get to ask you guys on Zoom. <laughs> look how far we've come. Look how far we've come. And maybe it's because of all the love we took. That's what I'm saying. All right. That caps off our first Do You Agree With The Lyric? But, gentlemen, we can put a bow on this. I appreciate you guys coming on. I really had a lot of fun here. Thank you so much on this beautiful Thursday. As we kick off the end of the year, two months to go, I appreciate everything you've done in this podcast. Any final words, you guys? Would like to say before I press goodbye. Um, everyone download. Oh, no, go, no, go ahead. Go. Everyone ahead. download so yesterday by Hillary Duff on your uh, music listening devices. I'm probably gonna listen to that right now. Let's um, let's let's, let's make this a viral TikTok song again. So yesterday yes. by Hillary Duff. Yesterday, so yesterday. Mm, okay. Yeah, everyone, everyone, listen to that song. That's that's my that's what I'm pitching for everybody now. I sadly can't play it because YouTube will literally mute this whole podcast. So yeah, follow me on Twitter at (laughs) ttweetcap. Excellent plugs there, guys. All right, thank you so much. That's Rocky and Ryan. We'll see you guys later. Peace. Have a good night. It's a good conversation and productive conversation. Great work, gentlemen. Hell of a time. Rocky and Ryan, great guests as always. Thank you again for the awesome discussion. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show on ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. And don't forget to check... And don't forget to check us out in the world of social media. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast, Twitter at ProdcomoPod, or on TikTok at Productive Conversations. I will see you tomorrow as we review week eight in the NFL. And it was, uh, for at least for my team, but for other people, it was a lot of fun. And we had a lot of good games over the weekend and plenty to discuss. We make our predictions for week nine and we talk about the trades that hopefully have taken place within the next 24 hours to make a big impact for the rest of the league. And we officially kick off the second half of the NFL season with a stellar productive conversation. We're bringing that to you tomorrow. Don't want to miss it. It's going to be a great time. And to the greatest fans and listeners in the world, thank you for making this all possible. Thank you to Rocky Palmini, Ryan Page, 
Alex DeJesus for their work in this, an incredible episode of the Productive Conversations podcast. And again, thank you, the greatest fans and listeners in the world, for your constant support and making this all possible. You know I love you. So with that, my name is Matt Brown. I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. I will see you tomorrow. Have a wonderful day. Peace. All she needed was some...